This is episode 520 of the Eventing Radio Show brought to you by Eventing Riders Association of North America. We would like to thank our title sponsor, Bit of Britain. Find everything you need for eventing at bitofbritain.com. This week, we have Dan Jocelyn and we have ERA Executive Director, Helen Murray. This is Max Corcoran in beautiful, perfect, magical, wonderful Tamworth, New Hampshire. And this is Joe from the most happiest place on earth, Max. <laughs> I am at the Fort Disney's Fort Wilderness Campground, which has uh, become almost a second home to me uh, with my children and camper. We are having an absolutely loving, fantastic time. There hasn't been a thunderstorm yet uh, today, which is awesome. And I'm about to head off to Epcot for a little ride on the Soren and Test Track. And by the way, you're listening to the eventing radio show <laughs> so max how about yeah. that Are you jo- yeah i know that's I know. awesome i'm having a lot of fun that's excellent I, i'm like a I'm, a I'm a big disney kid yeah 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 well if really you take the camper there that's an awesome way to do it oh i would listen it makes it makes the whole thing a lot more affordable you know like we bought yeah. the camper so that we could come to disney so that we could go to horse shows and um just sort of be a little you don't bit have more to go comfortable out to eat all the time and all that no, stuff, which is a huge expense when you're out that way. No, but you know how much I like to cook, Max. So it's I know, like well, it just, yes, and yeah, it just some makes of it us have little... to struggle through your cooking. It's a terrible thing, <laughs> but it makes it makes it a whole lot uh, more reasonable, especially exactly. with Florida resident rates. Um, things that we get down here. Um, I know people are probably thinking, "Oh my goodness, Disney's so expensive," but when you're a Florida resident, um, you get some extreme discounts. So, um, so yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. So I'm yeah, heading off to Epcot in a minute. I'm going to go and ride Soren around the world, which I love. Um, <laughs> have a margarita with, with Ruthie and the kids, and it'll be great. Fabulous. Um, so, Max, what's, what else has been happening? Well, uh, I struggled through muddy, nasty Millbrook, um, oh, so that was gosh. done. And then um, every day I sort of kept saying, three more days, three more days, and I get to go what? to New Hampshire. Okay, two more so days, I, two more days. I've got a- I've got to ask this question. What is what's wrong with Millbrook? I Millbrook mean, is when, a bit. When I hear uh, this, they turn the power off. They don't let you use the water. The whole thing. I mean, it. Well, they let you uh, use the water. It's if you know. I think other venues have got us so spoiled not, yeah, that it, we've we've become accustomed to wash racks and um, uh, power and stuff like that. And and these guys, it's not their land. It's it's left to a trust. Um, so they, you know, you, there's no camping hookups and it's only just been the last couple of years you've been actually been allowed to camp on the property. Um, and so there are no hookups and so the, you know, they, they don't want the power going cause it's a fire hazard. So you have to have a generator to run your fans. And, and we had a ridiculous amount of rain. I mean, ridiculous amount of rain. And so we had to swap days that we, you know, a lot of the horses that were meant to go cross country on Saturday, we they ended up moving everything around, and God love the friggin' volunteers because they just kept showing up. They were amazing, um, and they showed up again on Sunday, so the advance and the intermediate could have an entire day to dry out. Um, so they did their show jumping and then cross country after um, on Saturday and Sunday. But it's it's a bit, and you know the other struggle there is that the hotels are miles away and um, and and that type of thing, and. You know, it's like, we, again, we get really spoiled. It's like, no cell phone service, but, you know, they can't. there's nothing anybody can do about that. It's just what it is. So it just, it sometimes makes the weekend a bit longer. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the tricky bit is that there's not really, 
any other choices. And no, if exactly. it was anywhere, if it was if it was a lot of other places in the world, there are a lot of choices, and people start to vote with their feet when things right. get muddy and muddy and yucky, and 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 you and you go away from an event feeling like it just wasn't a whole lot of fun. No, uh, <laughs> it was it was um, you know it's work it, it's work being there. I mean, and and that's you know no disrespect to them. It's just because it's just you know the mud also didn't make didn't didn't make it any more fun. <laughs> it was really no. tough and. The tractor was very busy. Even on Wednesday, parking trailers was that he was digging people out of the mud, and um, so it was. And, it, and we just got a, a just rain and rain and rain. So it was just everything was sort of soupy and muddy, and um, and it was quite hot too. It was uh, the temperatures, the humidity was quite high. So, um, and then you know every day I picked through it so I could make my way here to this beautiful place where I hang out with my family every year. So it's um, I'm having a nice week up here and. My so where exactly are you, Max? I am in Tamworth, New Hampshire, which is uh, south of North Conway, New Hampshire, sort of smack dab in the middle of the state. Um, and it's a place that's been in my family for over 120 years. And wow, it's a pretty great spot. And there's an amazing swimming hole just down the road from us where we spend the majority of the day. And um, in the true fashion of my cousin Marion, who I'm named after, who um, died at the age of ripe old age of 94. Um, she was, and you know, sharp to it until the day. And she, um, every day she would swim in her pool, which was this beautiful pool that was surrounded by the mountains and she'd have a swim and then she'd come in and she'd had a noonsie every single day. She had a cocktail at 12 o'clock and she would have a gin and tonic, gin and diet tonic with four ice cubes. And then she would eat her lunch and then she'd have a nap. Only and four, I, but only and always four. I love four, four ice cubes and four measured cubes. perfectly. Yeah. Measured perfectly, you know, a little one of the little jiggers, you know, measured perfectly and diatonic and but she would have that and then at six o'clock we could have we would have another drink on the porch. Um and it was very it was uh wonderful and pretty great. So um we keep up, up with tradition on that for her in, in memory oh, of her. Because, you know, there's a great place to have a, a noonsy lunch and a nap. I mean, what what better way to spend your day floating oh, in the well. water and such? Yeah, it sounds fantastic uh, to it's me. Pretty great. Yeah? No, it's pretty great. Yeah. So here for the week, and then head to Virginia for the Board of Governors, and then I um, am home for a couple of days uh, in Kentucky, home, and to pack all my stuff up for the year, for the summer, and head to Tryon. I'll be at Tryon on the twentieth of of August for the month to prepare for the World Equestrian Games, wow. and then to Florida, and then I move home. Yeah. Yes. To wonderful Florida. So to speaking beautiful. of one, wonderful Florida, Max, we want to mention your fantastic jumping show. Yes. We? Yeah. So let's yeah. tell the listeners. Let's tell the listeners what's been going on about that. Well, well, the one exciting thing is that I've got I've hired a, a sponsorship person, so she is going to be working on doing some sponsorship stuff um, and trying to get some more prize money for our fabulous riders, which is really great um, to make it bigger and better if it's possible. Um, yeah. And um, unfortunately, the Wellington show the the not the Wellington showcase the Aiken showcase has decided to put their dates on the Friday Saturday before, and it was asked to me if I would move my show and. And I asked around a little bit and people said, don't move it. It's your date. So I'm not. So next it's the Monday, Tuesday before Red Hills, folks. You can come on down and hang out at the jumping show at yep, the eventing free invitational. Cause it, it always is. is a good night. You get oh. music and you get Joe's barbecue and you get. <laughs> <drink>. <laughs> 
Yeah, which I'm going to tw- tweak the barbecue slightly oh, next year. so good. It's going to be, you know, it'll have the same major ingredients, but there might be a few little extra bits and pieces. So, yeah. Um, really good. But, yeah, but no, there's other cool shows. Like you were just, then our, our friends at Notting Hill Stables have the killer shows all throughout the summer. Well, Tell that's everybody about that. Okay. So that's been, that's been going on. Justine yeah. Dutton and Chris Barnard have been running um, schooling show days at Notting Hill Stables in Ocala. And, uh, the next one, we had one last weekend um, on a Saturday. The next one is on the 9th of August, I believe, but I think you can find it on Facebook as well. Now, it's become – it's starting to get a bit bigger and popular, and I'll tell you why, Max. The rounds are $40 a round, schooling round, okay? Um, the ground is Ocala in the summertime, which means it's like perfect sponge. Okay? Oh, right, yeah. Now, it, it is hot, all right? I mean, we all know it's going to be hot. Hot everywhere. Uh, yeah, but it's hot everywhere. They put yeah. up a row of gazebos, um, and in the gazebos is now is where the where you sign on and, and pay your money and bits and pieces. But they also provide massive coolers full of water, Gatorades, um, cupcakes, and um, sugary things for the children, which sends them mental. <laughs> um, all sorts, all sorts of other drinks and uh, little snacks and bits and pieces, and so like you know, you sort of get down there and go, oh well, I forgot to bring anything. You don't have to worry about that because it's all laid on. Um, now what they are doing now is the timed round is fifty fifty five dollars. Okay, and so I was telling Max before, but I'll tell the listeners. I went I went up and and I was signing up, and I saw that they they had all the prizes on display, and I looked at Justine and I said, well. How do I win this pair of UVic sunglasses? And she said, well, you're going to have to go in the, this class and you're going to have to get second. And I went, oh, okay. So I ran back to the trailer. I pulled the horse off the trailer really quick. And it was one of my um, – it was a horse that um, I have for one of my great owners. Um, and so I went out to the, the show jump arena and I jumped four jumps and I let the course on the way in and I sprinted him around as fast as I could and he won. And so I thought, oh, it's excellent. I, well, I sort of, for a fleeting moment, I thought, oh, no, I didn't get the UVic sunglasses. But um, lo and behold, I got a brand new UVic helmet and pair of sunglasses. Nice. And so I was kind of, oh, my goodness me. So I gave, I gave the, uh, the helmet to Jenny Valner, because, my owner, because um, she needed a new one and she deserved it anyway for being a great owner. And um, I got my UVic sunglasses. So I went in the next class, Max, and – Oh, managed to win the ne- the next one again, um, and my prize was a two hundred and seventy dollar voucher for Castell, which, nice. which Jenny turned to, yes, Jenny yeah. turned around to me and she said, "No, no, you've got to keep that. You need a, a nice new shirt, Joe." I said, "Okay." Perfect. And so this, but this is the, are awesome. Yeah, this is the theme of the show. You know, now it's getting a lot more popular. When we came in this time, there's a lot more trailers there, and there's yeah. a lot of people there, and a lot of Ocala people are there. The Fredericks are there, and um, the Hollings, Sinead, and yeah, Sinead. Well, Sinead's there, looking very pregnant. She oh, uh, hasn't got long God to go. Her. No, yeah, yeah, no, she's Not a trooper. Um, and um, no, a lot, lot of Ocala people there, and it's becoming very popular. So we've got to say a big thank you to them, actually, because for a small show, it is a really awesome day out. And, and you, then you they get do... a beautiful course, like with Chris's beautiful jumps, and he is such a good course designer. You get all that and prizes. And prizes. And then at the end of the day, Max, they put the jumps down to the cross rails, and that's when we have the cross rail lead line class. 
Oh, no. Oh, you have a lead line crossroad. That is awesome. Like they do in yeah. Europe. That is so great. Lead line crossroad class. Um, and so my two, two children go in that, although nice. Lexi, Lexi can ride around on her own. She's allowed to ride around the crossroads on her own. Nice. And, um, and then there's the other one, Vivi. I'll tell you what, running around the crossrail class. Oh, you're at sweating. o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, the heart's going as well, Max. It was just dripping <laughs> off me. But, but it was, but little Vivi, he, she just hangs on when he jumps, little, the, the little pony. Yeah. And, um, and Natalia was there um, with one of her clients um, with another one. So there's three of them and they got first equal, which was very, very lovely. That's so awesome. no, it's been it was been an awesome awesome day out. That's very um, cool. So yeah, so that's what's been going. That's what's been going on down here. Yeah. But yeah. we're now starting to get ready to do um, some events. We've got something coming up in um, in okay. August, and then the, the Chat sort of Hills is kicking in, and uh, yeah, Chat Hills Stable View. Um, you know, there's a few there's a few events kicking in. Um, yeah. For for the rest of us down here, um, Jockey Club. Now that's something that. We'd like to tell the listeners a little bit about, I mean, the Jockey Club, we heard a rumour about, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, that people from from the West Coast had said, oh, the Jockey Club's not going to run, no one's been hired, all of us, that and the next thing. And so um, so we sort of said to the powers that be, you know, what's what's going on, what's the story? And what's the upshot of it was that the Jockey Club is going to run but they were thinking possibly of not running the CCI through start. Now, the riders banded together, um, a lot of riders from West Coast, uh, from up north, from Florida, uh, on, a, on a massive um, group chat. Huge group um, chat. It was yeah, huge. On, yeah. Um, on, on Facebook. And right. it was probably – it was. I hadn't really seen it. Well, I don't know if you've seen anything like that before, Max, but it was – it was a massive, big, long was, group chat, and yeah. everybody weighed in with their opinions and yes. and things. And so, it's kind of been decided now that for for this year, it was a very important thing to run the CCI three star. And the reason being is because if we didn't run it at the Ocala Jockey Club this year, the powers that be in the sport and around the rest of America might say. You thought you were going to do it, and you never did. So we're taking the date away from you, right? Okay, um, and so that's and it's such what, a fantastic yeah. venue. It is such a beautiful piece of property. It is so cool. Yeah. Well, it's got so much going for it, and for them to to extend uh, the CIC three star track to make the extra distance um, there is really not going to be much of an ask. Um, where they have the sort of two star track already laid out and that sort of thing like it's not it, it's not going to take uh, rocket science to be able to add in the extra cross country for the cci right. three star um the dressage test no problem the show jumping test no problem you know so there's the, the only the cross country to build right um, but i think it's a really really key thing for us uh in north america to have the extra choice of the extra cci three absolutely star. Yeah, you know, people will still people are still going to go to Fair Hill because they yep. they're feeling like they want to get a qualifier right. or they. Or but they if you have a young they... horse, I mean, Fair Hill is is a fantastic. It's cross country. It's just unbelievably fantastic. And if you are thinking of going to Kentucky, that is the place you need to go is to go there and to have the terrain and have the weather and all the things that can add into it. But if you have a young horse that's just coming up and um, it may be not the right thing for that horse to to ha- be have the pressure of Fair Hill onto it. 
um, the jockey club, or you might have a horse with an abscess, or you might have a horse that sprung a shoe or, you know, cellulitis or something. And then, uh, then you're waiting until Jersey fresh the next year to get your CCI. Yeah, start. That's a well, long way. It is a long, it is a long time, Max. And I know, and I know that sometimes I slightly unfairly give a hard time to Galway, but um, I, I think that it's important that there are options on the East right. Coast. There's a lot more riders on the East Coast. There's a lot more going on over here. And right. I, no, no disrespect to the West Coast, but I feel that there should be choices here. If, if you miss your run at Fairhill, you don't feel compelled to to go to um, the West Coast. You know, and I think maybe your only other option is on Bookalo if it's already been or gone. Or, you know, I don't it's think already been, even, yeah. It's already yeah, been. You can't even get before. Yeah, yeah, you can't even you, do that. You can't even get on a plane and go and do that. So, I right. mean, I just think for people that are working on, on a budget, and I think that's a lot of people too. You know, I don't think it's – not everybody can just say, oh, well, I'll put my horse on the plane or, I, or I'll take a week off and drive to the West Coast, you know. Right. So, I think that the options are good. I think with the, with the options being good and more choices – that events will only grow and get better right. because this is what we need. It's, it, you know, like we've, we've talked about some of the events that it's because it's the only one you can go to. They don't really lift the standards. They don't, they rest on their laurels. They know that people are going to come. They know that because of certain trainers in the area, bringing a lot of, a lot of their students and because there's owners there that, that it's okay that they'll come. Right. Whereas, Whereas, you know, we'd like it to be a bit more like Europe now where people go to events because the or, events or the, you are know, good. The or like jumpers. As well. yeah. yeah, the jumpers, is, if you're not up to the standard. Um, and obviously there's people that, you know, they, um, everybody, does, you know, every, everyone works hard. Nobody's sitting around doing it, but um, they, it needs to, um, you know, I, I say this a lot. We have the highest attrition rate in the world for event horses in this country, and there's a and there's somewhere there's a reason for that, and and um, I, I think that's definitely worth noting. Yeah. Well, I mean, Max, you see both sides of it, anyway. I mean, yeah. You do like you know? Sometimes I talk from a competitor's point of view, but you know, you know the organizer's size, and like you say, people don't just sit around. People work hard. Oh, they try, they're, they're they try really working really hard. hard exactly. Sometimes, sometimes there needs to just be a little bit of education and a little bit of open-mindedness and and thinking outside the box to try right. and make the events really desirable to go right. to. You know, absolutely, absolutely. So, but we so, want to say a, a huge shout yeah. out to yeah, yeah, our friends true. Sarah Cosmplick and Caroline Martin, who both had. And almost within like five seconds of each other had yeah. falls in the advanced cross country at Millbrook and both went off to hospital and both have had um, respective surgeries, but are both doing great there. I've spoken to um, both of them in the day last, last couple hours and not, I texted with them and they're doing, they're doing great. They're, um, they're resting comfortably, but they're going to have a bit of a, bit of a long haul to to recover but they're both going to be just fine their heads and bodies are going to be fine they just have some mending to do so that's a, that's the good news um but yeah huge shout out to you guys um and speedy recovery and you'll probably be listening to us while you are bored starting your physical therapy oh gosh no it's a tough it's a tough sport and yeah our um, our condolences and and thoughts go out to those two um pretty tough time pretty tough falls pretty tough surgeries but I yep. think that yeah, they're pretty they're pretty two tough girls. So yes, um, no kidding. They're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be all right in the end. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about a high note. Let's talk about our bit of Britain 
special offers for the week, Joe. Yeah, well, where quality has to count, and that's in the bandages we put on the horse's legs. Um, we um, we don't want seams that may not lie, lie correctly, and we don't want pilling when we wash out our bandages. So this week, I'm going to give my audience 10% off Vax bandages at Bit of Britain. Just go to bitofbritain.com and go to the brands page and find the selection of Vax products and type in my name, Joe, J-O-E, at checkout and get 10% of all Vax products. Yeah, and I will be you, able what, to, have, what have you got, Max? What I've you got, got I have scented glycerin soap with great scents, vanilla bean, rose tree, lavender, and citrus basil. Does that make or the saddle smell basil. nice, Max? It says basil. Um, basil. Um, yeah. If you go, it's from Moss Products, 10% off all Moss Products. Um, go to Bit of Britain and go to Moss on the brands page and find the selection of Moss Products and type in my name, Max, at the checkout and get 10% off. And these offers are good until August 16th. And the soaps feel, the soaps are great. They're really, they're, those are fantastic um, soaps and they um, have a nice balance of just um, of conditioning and cleaning. So um, it's a, those are, those are great. I yeah. want that. I want that. I want yeah. that. I want Different that. smells. Lavender. Yeah, sounds good. Lavender. lavender smell. Lavender smell. Yes. Hint of lavender as you're climbing. Hint of lavender. Exactly. Yeah, I think that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, well, exactly. talking, of, talking of bit of Britain, Max, we'd probably better get on with our show. And with us now is the executive director for the Eventing Writers Association of North America, Helen Murray. Helen, welcome back to the show. Thanks, guys. Great to be back on. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Everything is uh, full swing. It's summertime. We got some uh, things are rolling. Events are happening. Yep. Yeah. They are. Yeah. I had a uh, just got back from Millbrook. Um, yes. We had a good uh, uh, welcome party and meeting. Um, yes. So it's spreading the message and yeah, it's all in all in full swing. Excellent. Full there's some kind of cool things happening. Tell our listeners a little bit about um, things that are happening. We got some new amateur programs and the continuation of the junior program. So. Um, just talk our listeners a little bit um, about what's a, what's about to happen and what we got going on. Yeah, well, there's some really exciting stuff uh, going on right now and uh, in the pipeline. We are getting ready to announce our ERA of NA medallion recognition initiative, which is for geared towards uh, adult amateurs and uh, giving them recognition for their uh, competition highlights and uh, it'll be a program that's uh, similar to what dressage does with their medal program where amateurs will get qualifying scores at select events or at all events um, at throughout the levels and then be uh, when they're part of this program then they uh, will get medallions that can be worn on their either on their coat or you can put on your saddle pad or uh, kind of wherever you choose to show that you're part of this program. And it really recognize you, recognizes uh, your competitive achievements. That's um, pretty cool. So that we're getting, yeah, we're, we're getting ready to make um, that official announcement. So stay tuned for that. But I, I think it, it's really exciting. I, um, you know, the adult amateurs are such a huge part of, 
you know, of eventing in all throughout North America. So we thought it was a really nice, fun way to recognize them. Hey, yeah. so Helen. In a way Helen. that perhaps, yes. Um, I know roughly what an adult amateur is, but could you explain to me, like, in a, in a slightly more technical way, because, like, you know, what, what qualifies you as an adult amateur? Do you need to not teach any lessons, not earn any money? I mean, just make it a little bit more clear. An adult amateur is anyone that, first off, is an adult, so over 18, uh, that wouldn't be part of a, wouldn't be a junior or a, or a young rider as well, which is uh, in this country, I believe everywhere as well as 21 and under are the young riders. So anyone that maybe has gone, uh, that has aged out of that and doesn't work as a professional rider in the sport, um, you know, they may have work uh, in other professionals or other, other professions out, um, outside of riding, but they, you know, I think in this country and in all of North America are the adult amateurs are just as passionate and about the sport as the professionals are, and they work just as hard. Um, and so this program really recognizes, recognizes them for that and highlights their achievements and that achievements can, you know, it's not just, you know, uh, winning an event or getting a ribbon, but, you know, often, you know, finishing and stepping up a level and uh, having a, you know, good, successful weekend and getting that, you know, qualifying score. So I think that's, you know, ev everyone in eventing works really hard. And so it's really important to us at the ERA of NA to make sure that we are recognizing that and highlighting those achievements. Because as, as we all know, it's it's not easy to complete get complete all three phases and get through. Um, so we really want to uh, celebrate um, celebrate everyone in the sport. Yeah, well, I think that I think that's fantastic. You know, yeah. I think that, that there should be some recognition for some of this for the for the adult amateurs um, because they're a large part of the sport, aren't they, Max? You know, like you yeah, go to absolutely. you go to shows and. There's a handful of professionals with a bunch of horses, but everyone else is either a junior or an adult amateur. And it's right. um, and the, the lower levels is what probably funds a lot of the course building and a lot oh, of the, it's the rest absolutely. of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't, you might know more about it from, you've got your finger on the, on a bit more on the pulse, Max, haven't you? Right. Being a, yeah. A, Being a event the, organizer. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it is definitely a huge number. Um, you know, that one professional um, will bring, you know, 17 horses that of which they only are riding two and the rest are all students. Um, so it's actually um, it's a big deal. But, it, you know, people like getting ribbons. They like being recognized. And I think this is a great way to um, to celebrate them. I think it's a really good idea. I think it's going to be really fun and, um, and it will help also, you know, um, you know, bring the, bring our group together. I feel like, you know, especially in America, there, the, there's a funny gap between the professionals and the amateurs, and this will sort of help bring this all within um, a, a group together to help everybody feel part of the sport together. Wow. I right. Think and that, and that's, what, go on. You know, that, that's one thing we're really working on um, as the ERA of NA, that this really is 
one sport and we need to, you know, we all need to work together to influence the sport and support the sport and support each other, uh, regardless of what level you're competing or whether, you know, you're a junior professional amateur, we're all in it together and, um, we're better together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, We've seen it. It happened in the UK years ago. They started off with Tira, which was the Professional Event Riders Association. And it didn't take long before it turned into ERA, the Event Riders Association. And the same thing's happened here. I mean, like everybody with their best intentions started off with PRO, Professional Riders Organization, and turned into the Event Riders Association of America because we we recognize that – everybody's involved and it's not just about the professionals it's the the grassroots of the sport which help make the top good yeah absolutely exactly and you know this the sport has adapted and changed and uh so i think you know as you said you saw that happen in europe and now we've done that in north america as we've adapted the organization and evolved it's um you always have to be ready to evolve and evolution is a, is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so, and so tell our listeners, I mean, the, so that's the really cool thing for the amateurs and, but t- tell a little bit about this, the prelim to pro, because I don't think a lot of enough people know about um, no. the junior program that we have, which is actually very cool as well. Yeah. So the prelim to pro has been going on for, I believe four or five years and it has continued to grow. And so once again, this year, we will hold uh, the Triple Crown Nutrition Prelim to Pro competition at Plantation, uh, Plantation Field, which is, that is the junior uh, section of the CIC One Star. And uh, so we, there's a lot of really cool things that um, happen throughout the week for those participants. They, not only are they competing in the CIC One Star, but throughout the week, there are, we hold seminars uh, about everything from nutrition to tax fit and you know, horse health and welfare and uh, working, uh, you know, making, and also thinking about if you are someone that is looking to become a professional, uh, working uh, in seminars about you know, how do you make that transition and media usage? And uh, you, you, additionally, there are professional riders that kind of act as mentors for uh, the kids and participants throughout the week. And on the competition side, not only is there the individual competition, but we make up teams as well. So it's also a team competition, uh, very similar to you know, what, well, what you see at any team competition, whether it's a nation's cup or championship or even the young riders. Uh, and what we've heard and the feedback we've gotten is, you know, they, we just had a great North American youth championship at Rebecca farm a couple of weeks ago. And, but unfortunately, you know, sometimes things come up and you don't get to go to young riders. So here's another chance to compete alongside your peers on teams uh, on a team, and I think you know the team, uh, a team competition, and in that atmosphere is something that y- you can't describe how how special that is, and the the bond and the camaraderie you make 
with your teammates and operating on a team is different. You know, Joe, I know you know that Max, you know, as well, uh, being on the team is very different than being, uh, operating as an individual or competing as an individual. And oftentimes in a team competition, you, some, you, you can kind of pull the rabbit out of the hat and do something you didn't think you were capable of because you've got this great team around you that is, you know, inspiring you and making you better. So it's a really fun competition and we've got great sponsors, uh, Really so you guys get, I mean, you give out, they get pretty good prizes at the end of the weekend, don't they? Oh, yeah. Um, World Equestrian Brands is very supportive uh, with prizes as well as their seminars. Uh, can't thank Triple Crown Nutrition enough for continuing on as the title sponsor. We've got Furlong's Horse Health, which is uh, once again supporting the uh, is a team sponsor, as is World Equestrian Brands, and Marsha Kulak Equestrian and David Cornell also are sponsoring a team again. And I, you know, I think that's that's another thing that's so special about this program is uh, you know having these team sponsors on. I think really show the kids, you know, the sport is behind you. You know, we want you to have a good weekend. We want you to learn and get better. Um, and, you know, just have a, you know, really compete in a team atmosphere, you know, atmosphere. And I think the support of the sponsors is not only wonderful for the program, but I, it's really meaningful to the kids as well. So, Helen, is this something that we can expand to some other events? Yes. Because yes, I, I kind of feel like Plantation Field is – is is a destination event, but not for everybody in the uh, in North America. Right. Yeah, you know, and once again, we can't thank Plantation Field and their organizing committee enough. Um, they have been really supportive of this program as well, and we are looking to expand the program. Um, in you know, perhaps this year uh, there may be more announcements about that about. Uh, expanding the program to the West Coast uh, at the end of this year. But in 2019, we are definitely looking to go to more competitions. We've had outreach from competitions throughout the country that uh, really want to take part and host uh, host some legs as well. Well, how about the Ocala Jockey Club, Max? Yeah, yeah, that that'd would be, be a great place. That'd, that'd be, be really good, good one. Yeah, a good one for the kids, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it is a CCI one star, but I feel like there are so many, we have so many young riders that. Wow, this like there was um, 100, 100 entries as kids for miles yeah, last year. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Well, maybe we have to have a talk to that little chat to the powers that be. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, See I if, think, yeah, we might have yeah. to make, yeah, let's make that happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Max, I think you got be, the pull on that, right? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is awesome. So what else do we need to know? Talk to, um, tell us, uh, tell the listeners a bit too about, you know, membership and our insurance and stuff. Cause I think there's a lot of people that just don't really have, um, quite have the knowledge of what we, what ERA offers besides these awesome well, programs. There's a, 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 there's a lot of different levels of membership. So Helen, would you like to first go through that? Yeah, we have four different levels of membership. We've got our uh, just base membership, which is $25 annually, and we hold 
meetings and throughout the year and receptions at competitions throughout throughout the year that uh, invited to come and join us there and uh, discuss issues that you think are pertinent to the sport or you know, any suggestions. Uh, we would love to hear at those. Uh, also, there are course walks involved with those as well as sponsor discounts. And then um, we've got our member plus, which is $50 annually and part that has all of the uh, member benefits as well as will allow you to take part in these programs as we discussed the medallion program for the adult amateurs as well as the prelim to pro. Uh, and then finally, we've got our professional membership, which is split into two different sections of membership. And the really big thing with the professional membership is the accident and disability insurance we offer. Oh, yes. And yeah. There are two, uh, two subsections of that. There's our, just our base plan as well as a buy-up plan that allows uh, the buy-up plan has additional coverage for insurance as well as when you're on disability. And, yeah, um, the, the, the buy-up plan basically means, in a nutshell, that you can get a helicopter to the hospital, be operated on, stay there for a month they're going to pay you and after that pay for that and after that month then you'll start getting a bit of money but if you're still out of action that's kind of it in a nutshell isn't it helen yes yeah and it is something that yeah our professional members and a lot of professionals in the sport have um have signed up for you know it's something you never want to use but if you have to use it it is i get great feedback all the time about people you know, saying it's just it's so nice to have that extra insurance when you're you know you're on the ground yeah. and out of the saddle and can't be can't be working we never we would love to have a year that no one had to use the insurance but, <laughs> but that's not happening um, i think we got two people no, using exactly. it just from this weekend <laughs> oh, goodness <laughs> i'm sure there is i, I can tell you i yeah. can tell you that um my trip to the hospital my afternoon in the hospital when i broke my pelvis max was eighteen thousand oh, right. eighteen thousand dollars okay in one afternoon and in what and for my afternoon's visit all right i had everything done all sorts of bits and pieces and screens and scans and but it all adds up very very fast yeah, it does. um and if it wasn't for the buyout plan and the extra pro insurance, I would be well, well out of pocket. So I think it is actually it's it's almost a it's almost a no brainer really for people that are riding a lot of horses and um, and it doesn't even have know. to be riders. Like I I am a I'm a professional member um, as a groom, um, which is nice too because it, you know say I get kicked or something happens like that. That's all these things that can happen. Farriers and course builders there are there you're, are you're people not that are get, you're not going to get kicked max i no clippy's not no. going to click kick no, 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 of course no. not no good no horse, no good, good horsemen don't get kicked oh okay yep yeah. yeah, sure okay you're safe yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i might get a foot across the face but i'm not gonna get kicked. <laughs> no, yeah you're, you're fine yeah. you'll see it i get tapped I, I well we don't call it getting kicked we call it something else yeah <laughs> And the other thing with that professional insurance is 
it's not only for event riders or people, professionals that are involved in eventing. It's for people, um, professionals from any discipline. Uh, We've actually had a fair amount of people from the hunter-jumper industry sign up. um, And they're all kind of like, oh, my God, this is, you know, this is amazing to be able to have this excess uh, accident and disability insurance. So, really, um, yeah. So, yeah. Yep. So, people from Hunter Hunterland and Jumperland yep. can buy into this as well. Yeah, I never yep. knew. Yeah. Okay. Chilly, cold winter morning. You know, you're all you. You can end up on the ground pretty quickly, even if you're just schooling at home. Regardless of and that ground's you, pretty what hard. Ring you're getting your yes, yes. Yes. Well, those hunter trainers, they might trip over and, and spill their coffee on themselves and something oh. and get a nasty burn. <laughs> you know? you stop. <laughs> be nice now, Joe. Sorry, I can't help it. We be okay. nice. Yeah. Some of them work very hey, holding hands for people at a hunter ring is a lot of work and I give them a lot of credit. Yeah, no, no, it's true. It's true. Yeah. I just <laughs> just think it's just You just like to take the piss. Well, yeah, I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hardened to venture, and I, th- I think exactly. it's exactly. Anyway, I'm not going to study more. All right, I'll be yeah. quiet now. Yeah, excellent. Well, Helen, we're going to let you go, and thanks so much for coming on and talking to everybody. And um, obviously, everyone, we can find more information at ERA of NA to get more about membership and becoming a member, and learning more about the insurance and the prelim to pro, and keep an eye out, everybody, for um, for the new. Um, um, amateur medallion program, which is going to be really pretty cool. Only fifty bucks. Only fifty dollars to get 50 mem- to get medallion? membered up and and um, be qualified for that. I think it's a great deal. Exactly. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, it's great. We're really looking forward to it. And thank you guys for having me for having me on. I'd love to talk about the ERA of NA. And uh, my contact information is on the website. If anyone's got any more questions, uh, just either give me a ring or shoot me an email. And joining us now is one of my best mates in the whole world in eventing, Dan Jocelyn. Hey, Dan, how's it going? Hey, Joe. Yeah, good to speak to you. Yeah, yeah. So first I want to say congratulations on the New Zealand team announcement. Um, I'm just so excited for you. Yeah, no, it's a big thrill for me to be back involved with the Kiwi team. It's got a great bunch of horses, and uh, it's just been what uh, we've been working towards for a long time. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty cool. I was um, when I was thinking about getting you on the show, I was I was it was a few days ago, and I was like, you know, Dan's like so knocking at the door of this team, and then. Um, it was this morning. I woke up to the news and everything and, and stuff. I was just like so excited. So, um, so our timing is pretty awesome, actually. Um, <laughs> no, really. Uh, so this is absolute truth. Um, so what first I want to talk about is Gatcom. That's just been. Um, tell us a bit about Gatcom. You had five horses there, and they all had fantastic results. I think you rode in almost every class. Um, but tell us a bit about Gatcom and the, and how the horses went. Um, yeah, no, Gatcom was a local event for me now. I'm based up in uh, Wiltshire by Siren Sister. Um, and uh, I've always loved Gatcom since I first came over. I've loved riding there. The 
cross country is really suits me down to the ground. I just really like to aim a lot of my uh, horses that have got big autumn campaigns there because you really get to know how they're feeling and what level they're running at competently. <clears throat> You're right, I did have a horse in most classes and they're all, they all ran really well, thrilled with all of them. Um, and with, you know, to finish with a couple of placings, also I've been selected on ran very well. Although I didn't run him cross country, he was great in the dressage and the show jumping. Um, and I had Dasset Cool Touch in the British Open, and he had a real solid performance. So it was a great pre Burley run. Um, uh, it's a very exciting event, and they do a great job there. Again, we've just had this amazing summer where it's been so hot and drought conditions, but they managed to pull off some good ground. And um, I think uh, you see by the results, there's a lot of people running their horses fast, and so everybody was pleased with the effort that was made. Yeah, no, it's a pretty, it's a pretty amazing event, Gatcom. It's tremendously hilly um, for any of our listeners that haven't been there or seen it. It's just, it starts. It starts off on a flat to a, a extreme downhill after fence three. Well, and then fence sort of, three is a dog kennel straight down a man from snow river slide, which is really <laughs> frightening. Um, and that sort of sets you up for the theme of the course, really. <laughs> no, it's very true. And um, I noticed that it looked to me, now correct me if I'm wrong, Look to me like they've built a new water complex at the turn at the very end. Is that a new thing or has that been there for a year or two now? Yeah, that was new last year and right. I played around with um, a couple of um, ways of jumping it. But um, yeah, it was fairly frightening with the two skinnies in between. And um, uh, But I think it generally rode really well and... Yeah, I think the course rode really well. It was just um, it's one of those places because there's I think five, well at least four, I think possibly five cross country courses there. There are fences everywhere, and there's no stringing like we have at most of our events. And uh, when you you're riding one or two classes, it starts to get a little bit um, confusing. And you I don't know if you saw any of the things, but a couple of the high-level riders missed out a jump or two, so it can catch you out. You have to be quite aware of what's going on, and um, it just has its own um, uniqueness to it, yeah. Yeah, no. Is Mark, does Mark Phillips still design there? Mark Phillips, yes. Yep, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's um, it's fantastic, um, and it's like surrounded by this. It's got a massive big bowl. Um, really, it's the best way to describe it. And on one yep. side is the dress, dressage, on the other side is the show jumping, and then roughly in the middle is the cross country. Um, and you end up galloping up the bowl into an uphill finish. And it's always a great test for fitness, isn't it, Dan? It is, yeah. And, I mean, at the end of the course, we have the bowl and everybody sits on the bank there and watches you finish the course. It's a real atmosphere. And people are cheering you out of the water because they can all see um you know everybody's trying to run up the hill to finish and having a bit of a kick and a go for the time type of thing and you got princess anne's house just 100 meters up overlooking everything i mean it's just the most beautiful location and um atmosphere riding in there yeah unreal and talk talk briefly about the ground i mean like i've been hearing this drought summer parched cracks in the ground 
extreme heat <laughs> conditions, which I kind of laugh at. But anyway, um, <laughs> coming from Florida, but no, I know it's been mm. tremendously dry. Uh, what sort of what sort of work do they do to the ground? Do you know anything about that? Well, the um, British Eventing have their um, load of machines that get passed around throughout the season to various events, which aggravate the ground, spike it, and sort of shake it and loosen it up. And, you know, they've been working nonstop. And um, some of the other events have their own farm machinery that they use. And you have places like Aston Walls, who Nigel does a great job there. He waters the course. Dauncey, they, uh, Beanie, she's been watering her course. Some of the places of um, you know, lucky enough to be able to water, and they've done a great job. I mean, at Bramham, the going was very good, and they've done a lot of watering there. The places that haven't got access to the water, you know, done the best job they can. But um, you're right, we're not used to galloping on ground like this, you know, and having a summer like this is. Well, it's not been one since you and me arrived here in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is fairly freakish. I mean, yeah, no, I've really enjoyed it, but um, it's hard work riding in it when um, eventing's kind of a spring-autumn feel about it. And when you're doing it in 33, 34 degrees heat with black jackets on and things, it's, um, it can be a bit testing at times. Yeah, yeah, no, well, exactly. Um, when it gets that hot over here, they wave coats pretty fast. Um, yeah, they do. And uh, yeah, they sure do um, because um, it just gets slightly dangerous. And they're, they're even making, I'm going to a little plug here, Max, and you can join in. They're making a new jacket, uh, Charles Ancona. I've got one actually. And oh, um, yeah. has the has the vented sides, like mesh yep. sides. Unbelievable. Yeah. Feel, feels like you're not wearing mm. anything at all. And that's kind of. But if you wore that in England, I think you freeze to death on a normal day. Yeah, and the best thing about those two is when you get a when you, they get a little, um, you know, um, odiferous, you can just throw them in the washing machine really easily. So those are also yeah, yeah, best no, invention ever. Best invention ever. No, um, yeah. Well, we you so might I'm, be strapped. I'm at Harbury you might be, now. And, yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, Go yeah, on. I'm at Harbury now um, with two younger horses. Well, one I had in the intermediate championship at Gatcombe. He's doing the two-star here. And um, an up-and-coming uh, Duke of Hearts horse that's doing his first one-star. I haven't managed to get around the cross-country yet, but, um, you know, it's renowned for being fairly fast and firm here. So it'll be interesting to see what the ground looks like. But they're all assured at the riders' briefing. They've done the best they can. But the nice thing here is that we're working on surfaces for all the dressage and jumping um, otherwise. Uh, and the event looks real good. So looking forward to a um, good yeah. run here. Yeah. And for our listeners that don't know, Hartbury is actually a very large agricultural college with a, a large equestrian program. Um, the facilities are quite unbelievable, actually. They've got a massive, massive indoor school, which I think, if I'm right, Dan, a lot of the dressage is run in the indoor, isn't it? Yeah, well, they're running the two star in the, which I wasn't, I didn't realise, but yeah, we're doing the two star and the CIC three star. I think they're in the big indoor school and the other classes, and they run some young horse classes here as well, and that's all in the big outdoor school. But it has a lot of atmosphere around the main arenas. They they got all you know, the all the international flags set up the bank sort of sweeps back into all the Tenford village and they've got uh, you know three sides of the outdoor arena full of shops and tents and 
eating and drinking and people. So it's a real international here and you get a feel for your young horses and how they cope and that will be a good learning curve and send them on to bigger venues and bigger courses. It's a great learning curve for them. And talking about bigger venues, before we talk about the worlds, what are some of the other things that, like you've said, that Gatcom was a it's a really good event to get a gauge on where your horses are at? And have you made your decisions before you went to Gatcom about where the horses are going, or was that something that was was going to tell mm-hmm. you? And and what what are you thinking about for all of these horses? Um, <clears throat> well, we obviously hadn't heard um, whether we're selected for the World Equestrian Games or not, but in the back of my mind, I know which each horse is capable of and what it was heading to, and I knew I was going to Burley and possibly Blenheim and Buccalo. Um So those horses, that would have always been one of my preparation runs, and because, like you say, of the hills and the fitness involved, it's a great pre-three-day run. So I, I knew where those horses were going, and then... Um, Obviously, to be told I was selected to go to the World Games, it was um, um, I knew my whole team of horses were on the same fitness program, so the four that ran and felt real good, it didn't worry me that I didn't start the the other one that was selected because um, he was on the same program as the others. Right. And talking about him, can you? What's his name again? Derive. I can't remember. Uh, Grovine Derive. Garvine Derev, and he was the horse that you got for Rodney Powell, is that right? Yeah, so I got him at the end of uh, 2016. Rod had taken him up to CIC two-star level, um, and nice horse, uh, just what we were looking for, and Rod's a great mate of mine, and we had a chat about it. He thought it would suit me, and I took his word on it, and here we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, fantastic. No, I know, I know. <laughs> it's fantastic. And um, it's um, he's only a 10-year-old, isn't he? I mean, like, some would yeah, say he's that, only that's, 10 and, yeah. Mm. Some people um, might think that's 10, a little but, bit young. Yeah, uh, he's had some good mileage. He's had some big um, runs. He hasn't run four-star, so that would be, you know, the next level obviously but um he's running confidently at three star level um no i'm pretty happy with the training and how everything's going i mean we do a a lot of training at big international venues so he is picking up mileage away from competition as well as at competition yep and um tell us um, tell us what you think of i won't our... tell you that my reserve horse is nine years old <laughs> 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 God. <laughs> um, the um, tell us about the New Zealand team. I mean, we've got um, obviously Tim and Janelle and and Mark and Blythe. I mean, what do you what are your thoughts? Oh well, I mean, couldn't ask for better teammates, and we get on really well as a unit, and we all train together, we all compete together. Um, we've got a great backup team. I mean, it's just a very exciting time for New Zealand eventing. Uh, great support. Um, all the riders are getting good results in their horses, and a real shame for Clark and his beautiful grey horse. I mean, they were certain, um, certainly in with a chance. Uh, real disappointment for him, but you know we'll 
seize our opportunity and make the most of it. Yeah, I mean, it was it was tough for Clark. The horse has gone really well at Badminton, and um, obviously, you know, one of one or two of those slip ups that he had at at Arkin, um, something happened, and his horse was isn't is not right. So, um, but you know, like it opens the door for other people, Dan, and I think that like our team, the New Zealand team, um, some of the horses might look a little bit green, and mileage wise. But our riders certainly don't. Um, I was going to say, you guys have really such an important. experience, yeah. depth of experience on the rider side for sure, yeah. don't you? Yeah, no, well, everybody in the team has been at the World Games and Olympics. So there's a lot of knowledge there and a lot of experience. And um, we know how to get horses around and we know how to get the best out of them. And we wouldn't have put them up for selection if we hadn't have thought they were capable. So, you know, it's a. Uh, you know, like I said, it's very exciting and great to be part of, and I'm really looking forward to it. So it's coming up fairly close. Um, do you know anything about your travel arrangements when you're going to be coming over here and, and what sort of runs? What are you going to be doing for your final prep? Well, I think everybody's sort of working on giving one more run between now and the games. Uh, certainly with my horse, he... Well, he ran at Arkin, so I didn't feel the need to give him another big run at Gatkin, so, which is why he just did the dressage and show jumping. But he's entered for two open intermediate runs locally, and I'll only run him at one and just hope it rains before one of them to see which one I run at, <laughs> to try and yeah, give yeah. him you know, the best possible going. Um, I think Mark's over in France this weekend running his horse at Herathapan. Um, I think Janelle might have her horse in the three-star here this weekend. So everybody's probably banking on one run now and then just keeping the fitness and the training up. And uh, I think a few of us are riding at Burley beforehand and then the horses fly out, I think, the Wednesday after Burley. Right. So that, so that would be... Week, the week the trot-up day. Yeah, week before the trot-up. Yeah. Right. Well, we're waiting with anticipation here, aren't we, Max? Yes. Um, it's all getting very exciting. Um, people are getting definitely getting pretty excited about Tryon. Um, been a lot of. It's a all lot coming, of. Do you know whether they? Do you know whether they got the hill in or not? The hill right uh, now is in. The burning the, question. The hill <laughs> yeah. right now is very. At, at this very moment, the hill is in. It is subject to change, but at this moment, the hill is in. Oh, good. We, so, love, we love that. Yeah, yes. so tell us. Yes, tell us. Well, Max, 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 uh -huh. told me last, Max told me last time we spoke that uh, that laid the grass. Is that right, Max, on the hill? Yeah, and it's, and it's doing well. And it's doing well. At, and at option, moment, option, B, option yeah. B was to, was to lay surface up the Perfect. hill as well right and no, they told no them not to they told them not to yeah mark um mark bellissima was ready to put the all the all-weather footing in and someone advised him very strongly against it something about the change of the footing was really going to break horses down um so right. I, I don't know if it's still an option or not but um they were worried about even though that footing can be so you can make it as hard or as soft as you want um, they mm. advised him not to just because the change of footing at minute eight would just be pretty tough on those horses, which I, I would think, I mean, not that anybody's tested it, but it wouldn't really be a good place to test it.
Mm. Yeah. So um, right oh, now. Oh, well, I mean, we're up for whatever challenge yeah. presents to us. Yeah. So um, no, really <laughs> looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that the hill is is in and it and it rides really well because I think it's going to make for a more better endurance competition. Yeah. Overall. Okay. Um, yep. And uh, far, far rather that at, at a big championships than what it has become in the f- last few times where it's been a bit of a sprint. Um, so yeah, let's let's hope that that's the way it, the way it's going to go. But Dan, I think you're going to be pretty impressed. Um, hopefully, everything's going to run smoothly. I'm sure it's probably going to run smoothly for the riders, and the stabling is first class, and the facilities are fantastic, and all of that. Um, you will be. I'm pretty sure you're going to be fairly relieved. You've had a pretty hot summer. By the time you get there, no mm. kidding, because <laughs> it's, it's not going to be cold. Um, by right. any stretch of the imagination. Okay, yeah. mm. um, we call it fry on in the summer. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, you well, won't have to worry. Yeah, you're <laughs> acclim- you are acclimatized. So, yeah. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you there, and. Um, but, yeah, I'm just going to say thank you very much for coming on the show. Um, congratulations no again. Congratulations again for getting back on the team. And it sounds like you've just got an awesome team of young horses coming along behind. And so it's really exciting. Um, and, yeah. yeah go, and, I mean, it's been, a, it's been a 14-year gap. So it's, it's been a, a big wow. fight to get back there. And um, it's credit to my team um my new partner emma she's worked tirelessly behind the scenes and she's been a great support and you know a real inspiration to get me going again and you know everything's just clicked into place and you know when the whole team's working well together the results come don't they yeah they do oh you've got a great team of owners you've got old dj there who keeps on going she's here at Hartbury, and she's still trucking and she's still going (laughs) <laughs> and she's worked for me for 20, 22 years. She's been my traveling girl. So we we know each other like an old husband and wife. <laughs> um, yeah. But she'll be traveling with the horse to um, to the games. And, um, yeah, you know, she'll probably be the oldest person there by a long way. Well, bar one of our riders. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't she start off working for him, though? back in the day she did she was uh, mark todd's head girl for uh, quite a while yeah so oh, God. She's, um, she's done a lot of major championships so we've got depth and experience in the grooms as well <laughs> fantastic all right well listen dan we got to keep moving and um, thank you very very much and hope to get, catch up with you soon no worries thanks a lot we'll see you okay. later. cheers dan bye thanks boy all bye. right bye-bye Oh, I love talking to Dan, Max. Ah, oh, it's so great for him. He sounds really excited. He's got great horses. He's just been, he's been just, just working hard. And you, well, look, you love to see when we, people work hard, things happen it, like that. You know, like things turn around for him, and he's in a really good place and stuff. But also, um, it takes time. You know, it's, yes. it, 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 you can't just pull out a team of horses from nowhere. No. You know, yeah. and like you said, like he's got he's got good support, plenty of people around him, and things and owners and stuff, and it's it's hard graft. Yeah, you know? like um, yeah, you you've got to you've got to get into it. I feel um, like the New Zealand team they really sort of 
they really try to help their top riders really um, succeed and you know on all levels. You know, they really um, they really well, get behind the, you guys and really help you guys out. The big difference with if you look at the New Zealand team, um, it wouldn't be unusual to find them all sitting at the same dinner party. No, exactly. You know? Yep, you're right. Um, yep. You know what I mean? That's that's kind of how close these guys are. Um, and, and not because they're go, forced to be at the same dinner party because no, they no, there's a lot of times like, oh, <laughs> yeah. going on the same ski trip together or right. doing, doing stuff like that. I mean, this is, yeah. this is how New Zealand's a small place and the New Zealand mentality, we stick together and we look after New Zealanders right. and, and all of that sort of stuff. And it's not, it's just, it's just different. And it's we your get culture. On very, and, and yeah, I it's see our that culture. with the Australians too. It's, it's the culture of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like, I mean, okay, some of the horses might be a bit green, but. Oh, like, the riders have so much. Like you said, you know, we've got, we've got a few Olympic medals and, and world yeah. championship medals amongst no those, kidding. That, that outfit. So like, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm, I'm very, very sad for uh, Clark Johnson. Um, oh, I know. I'm really, really sad for him when he had to announce that his horses to a slight injury um, because, you know, that was probably. An absolute shoe in for the team, I thought. Um, Absolutely. The way the horse has gone, Olympics, yeah. badminton, that sort of stuff. Um, but it's a tough sport, and it unfortunately happens. He'll be back. Part of our sport, isn't um, it? And, I know. You know, and he might make a new horse. You know, he's a good rider, so and he's a, and he's yeah. young, so yeah, absolutely, so he should be all right. Yeah. But um, so Max, talking about the wig, give us a a little person in the know. A little looking? bit in the know. It sounds yeah. like um, they have been, you know, they finished the Pony Club Championships, um, maybe it was about two weeks ago now, and apparently it has been full on ever since. Now that there's no horses on the grounds, um, they are full on, full on. Things are getting set up. Things are happening. Uh, the buildings are getting completed, and it's it's all a go. Um, sounds like um, the hill is coming along on the cross-country course, and um, I think they make a final decision about that in, in about two weeks, just whether how the course is going to go. They want to make sure the, the grass is taking enough and all that kind of good stuff. But Mark Phillips and his preliminary plans of what I've seen, it is going to be such a beautiful track. He has really put in such great thought and effort and the great builders and and the plans look incredible and it's going to be pretty exciting they've got a neat the way they've laid it out they've got a an access road that goes all the way around the entire cross-country course so people have the ability to be able to get around and and see it all there's a huge viewing stand that you can um i think it's a vip viewing stand that you can get to by the by the end of the pond there joe which you you're familiar with um yeah you know near that water jump they've got that going and that's up and um, sounds like, you know, the vet clinic's getting put up and, you know, the tent's up for that and they're starting to get organized. So, um, it is all happening. It's, um, it's all a go. And, um, I will be heading there myself on the 20th of August, um, to start my work there, which is going to be pretty great, pretty busy, but pretty fantastic. And it's a great group of people and I'm pretty lucky and really looking forward to it. Um, I think the first flight lands in for eventing lands in, uh, Greenville on the 3rd of um, of August or of September and they get to do their quarantine right there on the property, which is great. The European flights get to do the quarantine right there at Tryon. Um, so they will land in Spartanburg and go straight to Tryon to do their, to their, you know, their 36 hour, 48 hour quarantine, which is awesome. So that'll happen. And, um, yeah, and then it's all going to be, you know, it's going to be done before we know it. And <laughs> we'll be talking about the, you know, post blues, which is, um, you know, always tough too, but, um, sounds like it's all, yeah, it's I all happening. Max, it's a massive undertaking. It's a yes. massive undertaking at short notice. 
Yes. Um, you know, after being there, the horse facilities are fabulous. Yes. They're, let's hope that there's enough Feel people. Feel the play look, is look, great. Yeah, it, it is. It, there's a whole lot of good stuff going on. Yeah. And, you know, if I'm sure it's going to be amazing. And if it doesn't quite, if it works out, there's going to be little glitches. But the same with everything. And it was very, very short notice. I think it's going to be, it'll be awesome. I think it's going to be awesome. I mean, it's, um, again, like, you know, they only just got this, you know, took this on about what a year and a half ago, really. And so the, what he's, what Mark Bellissimo and his team have done in a short period of time is nothing next to unbelievable. And, um, I think people are going to be pretty excited when they get there. I mean, just, you know, the barns are beautiful and the, you know, the facilities are beautiful and, you know, the, it's fairly well laid out. And and so it's, I think it's going to be great. Yeah, no, I will. It will, Max. It'll be awesome. And the the Bellissimo team, they're good at they're making they're good at doing things last minute. They're good at getting it together. So no, they uh, are. Yeah, you know, yeah. like so no, it'll be good. It'll yeah, be good. they don't they don't well, pant. They get stuff done, so it's all good. Yeah. It's um probably time that you uh, start doing the closing bits of the show. Yeah. We're gonna remind everybody again though before we leave that don't forget to buy your Moss products. Go and put my name in the checkout, ten percent off, M A X in the checkout. And for Joe, the Vax Bandages, V-A-C, is is there, and that's 10%. And put Joe in the checkout to get your 10% off. So No check- pilling when you wash them out. I hate those little pills. Actually, things. yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you? Yes. You, know, you used to be able to buy a knife to get those off, but, yeah. um, but you won't have to with the Vax Bandages because no. they're awesome. No, exactly. They end up becoming, if once they get all pilly and nasty, they become, you know, you know, dog beds and such, but you don't have to do that with these. So, yeah. So everyone, thank you so much for listening to the eventing riders association of North America podcast. You can learn more about eventing riders association of North America at ERA of NA.com and check out the memberships. Like we talked about with Helen, find the links to today's guests and topics at eventingradio.com. Follow eventing radio on Facebook. Just search the eventing radio show and on Twitter at eventing radio. Listen to the Eventing Radio anytime, anywhere with the free Horse Radio Network app for iPhone and Android. Go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. You can also subscribe by iTunes. Thanks again to our title sponsor, Bit of Britain. And don't forget this week's specials. This is Max, and you can find me on Facebook at Max Corcoran Horse Care. You can find me uh, on Twitter at MMC338. You can find me on Instagram, same, at MMC338. And you can find me on my blog, Max Corcoran WordPress. And this is Joe, and you can find me on my website, joemeyereventing.com. You can follow me on Twitter, joemeyereventr. You can find me on Facebook, Joe Meyer, Instagram, Joe Meyer. And I'm going to go and take a photo of me at Epcot in a moment and put it on my Instagram because that's where you're going to find me in the next half an hour <laughs> with, my, with my lovely children. Um, but um, thank you all, and uh, we will talk to you again in two weeks' time. Bye, everyone. Bye.